Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 195, Survival of the Dead. My name is Eric. And my name is Jason. What? I said, my name is Jason. (laughs) (coughs) Something got caught in my throat. Was it a piece of human flesh? It could be. Was it horse flesh? I did eat a little horse today. Was it bile? That was not bad. Okay. <laughs> was it uh, ham-filled green bean? It was ham. It was horse ham-filled green bean. All right. Let's uh, just get into this. I guess. Um, we watched Survival of the Dead. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> you alright? Uh, Do you need some water? M- no, I think I'm fine. Okay. Uh, alright. I don't want you to choke and die on the show. Right, right. Yeah. I'd come back to life and you'd have to argue with someone about <clears throat> it. <laughs> yeah. For an hour. Yeah. Yeah. What a horrible movie this was. Though, there is one good thing about this movie. It, that it's over? It's over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how awful it was. Oh, man. What happened, George? Yeah. What What happened? Where did you go wrong? Like, I mean, I know some people don't like Land of the Dead because it's such a departure. Right. I liked it. I liked it, too. Yeah. I know some people don't like Diary of the Dead because they were sick of handheld movies. Understandable, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. This this was a piece of crap. It was a... I've seen Huey Lewis in the news videos with better, like, storylines and direction. <laughs> and better CGI work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's a terrible, like, TV movie uh, style. It was. It was like a TV movie. It was, uh, yeah, it was borderline sci-fi channel original movie content, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. So it disappointed. Was, huh? So disappointed. Incredibly disappointing. <laughs> Uh, it was, it was a, it was a cartoon. Like, uh, uh, and I, and I say this as a lover of cartoons. Yeah. Uh, as, uh, as you know that every time you come in here, I'm watching G.I. Joe. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and yet when a, an episode of uh, 1984's G.I. Joe is more realistic than this movie. <laughs> Uh, it, it, yeah, it holds up better than this four-year-old movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Or three-year-old, whatever it was. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, to no. be forgotten is yes. this movie. Yes. Uh. Oh my gosh. My, my dad, uh, every time I go over to my parents' house, uh, after like a Saturday or whatever, cause my mom tends to rent a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and forces my dad to watch them. And, she uh, likes action movies. She does like the action movies. Uh, she, she used to really like horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first time I ever saw Night of the Living Dead was with her. Wow. The, like the black and white one? Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, yeah, she, she used to be a, a big horror movie fan. In fact, I saw the Dawn of the Dead remake with her at the theater. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I had a, uh, Yolga. yeah, I had a, uh, I had a free pass. Uh, that I got through uh, my work, or maybe I got it through Mavericks. I can't remember. Maybe I think we did have them at one point. Because at the time, because uh, because Mavericks will get the occasional free pass uh, mm-hmm. for movies, uh, but at the TV station we would also occasionally get them too. Right. So I was getting like free passes for Mavericks and free passes from the the TV station. So I can't remember right. from where I got this, uh, but. Uh, so yeah, I had this free pass, and uh, my girlfriend had to work, and uh, none of my other friends really liked horror movies. So I was like, "Hey, mom, you want to go?" <laughs> and uh, so we did. Nice. Yeah. Did she like it? Eh, she, no. Uh, <laughs> she uh, she didn't hate it. She tolerated it. She tolerated it. Mm-hmm. You know, she she did say it's not my type of movie anymore. But uh, <laughs> what do you think she'd think of this one? Uh. I don't know. She loved Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Catwoman, but I would imagine it couldn't be a whole lot worse. Right. 
Uh, yeah, uh, she probably would not like this one. Just, yeah, she, she is not into the horror movies anymore. Right. Uh, but she did used to be. In fact, actually, when we saw Adonis the Dead, she was like, well, that was kind of like Night of the Living Dead. And I was like, well, it's a remake of the sequels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she probably wouldn't have liked it, but, uh, probably just because of the horror content. Uh, she probably wouldn't have noticed how, uh, how bored she was throughout the entire movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, and you know, you know, Romero is sort of known for having some sort of social commentary, you know, right. like woven into this this storyline. Yeah, and this this is supposed to have one. It, it, I think like, it, I think it has his idea of what he thinks is a social commentary in there, but it's pointless. Yeah, and it seemed like he wrote it on a post-it note and stuck it at the very end of the movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, um, but yeah, I did have a point about, uh, talking about my parents. Oh, about uh, her watching? Yeah, you know, my mom, you know, writes a lot of movies, and, uh, so I'll come over, you know, and, and have dinner with them, and my dad will start talking about, oh, your mother rented this movie, and, right. you know, it was just, it was a cartoon, all she rents is cartoons anymore. <laughs> like, you know, he's just talking about, you know, ridiculous you know, unbelievable kind of unbelievable. Yeah, I guess he likes more realism in his movies. Uh, you know, and he, he does definitely not like you know CGI special effects. And right. He, in fact, even like commercials, he'll just like you know. I bet those two people aren't even in the same room together. It's all just cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he calls anything uh, fictitious a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, Apparently my parents saw John Carter a couple weeks ago. I, I have no idea what my dad thought about that, but uh, I'm pretty sure all he did was bitch about it for like the next day to whoever would listen. But, uh, so, you know, I just sort of, you know, always scoff it off as like, you know, uh, my dad's cranky old man. You know? right. But, uh, this movie, this movie was a fucking cartoon. Yeah. And not a good one. No, not at not all. Not a good cartoon. Not a good cartoon. <laughs> It wasn't, f- like, yeah, like, I don't know, I don't want to veer off in another direction if you had some No, relevant. no, yeah. I was going to say, because we even watched, like, before we watched the movie, we were like, hey, there's this little intro by George Romero, right, yeah. you want to watch that? And it should have been good foreshadowing, because, you know, like, it was, like, supposed to be funny. Right. <clears throat> but it totally wasn't. Yeah. That, it was just a sad old man. Who's lost his beating touch. a dead horse? Yeah. Um, eating a dead horse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I mean, I thought he still has it. I mean, because Diary of the Dead, right? Di- yeah, Diary of the Dead. I mean, was that fun. wasn't that yeah. much older than this. So it was a couple of years. Before a couple of years before this. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, it was still ridiculous at points. Right. Uh, but it was engaging and like the characters yeah, were good and like right. the direction was good. This was, I mean, it, this really felt like, like, you know, like an episode of like the lamest TV show you can imagine. Like it was their Halloween episode. Right. Like a Halloween episode of like everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> <coughs> That's what this was as far as like comedy and horror. Goes. Right. Uh, I think I think the biggest fault in this movie was the comedy aspect of it, because he's not known for comedy. All right. Uh, I was kind of excited about that. I mean, he's like, he's like, and this movie is going to have a little bit of humor. I was like, right. That might be an interesting take on you know for him. Right. <laughs> I know that he's forever been trying to get a uh, a movie made about a zombie rock band. Yeah. Uh, which is supposed to be a comedy. Uh, if if this is his uh. First experiment with trying to make a comedy. Yeah, this uh, is like an indicator oh, of right. What direction I'll go in? I mean, I mean the jokes are terrible. Like what what jokes they're supposed to be? Yeah. Uh, you know, because because at the same time he's still trying to balance it with that whole heavy-handed, you know, way that he's made the other movies. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's the worst part, I think. <clears throat> right. Uh. Because I would say most of the comedy quotes. Air quotes. Every time I'm yeah. saying comedy, <laughs> just imagine me quoting in the air. Yeah. 
because uh, it was not comedy. No, no. Uh, it it just seemed like he was relying. It almost seemed like he didn't even want to tell the story that he was telling. Uh, that all he was doing was just stringing scenes together to get to the next zombie attack. Yeah. To yeah. have new wacky gags on how to kill a zombie. Right. Yeah, and, and like, and like every time we use the word comedy and wacky here, it's, it's not what you're thinking because it is, oh, no, it's not, not wacky or funny, it's just like, his Sad. version of, like, yeah, maybe this will be wacky. Right. I'll have an axe fall out of this guy's hand, and, like, when he's raising it, and it'll fly over and hit another zombie in the head, and that'll be funny. Right. But, it, no, it's not. Or or maybe this guy will take a, a you know, a, a poker and jab a zombie in the crotch, and the yeah. zombie will just walk away with this piece of iron sticking out of his crotch. The kids will think that's wacky. Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that is that is pretty much the result of it. Or, yeah, it's just him trying different ways. And I guess when you've made you know four or five of these types of movies, you got to try to find some new ways to kill a zombie. Right. Yeah. But it seemed like every single time was like he was going out of his way to try something different. Yeah. And you know, well, this will get a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I felt like yeah, like if uh, uh, Stan Lee was trying to write like a hip. Uh, like dark superhero comic of this right. for, for the kids today. You mean Ravage twenty ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. This was the <laughs> Ravage twenty ninety nine of zombie movies. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean, and like this is the part of the show where we usually go. But that having been said, there was this one redeeming quality to this film, but I can't find it. No. Yeah. Um. Nope. Yeah. yeah, it's over. That's the that's it's over. The, it's done. That's the redeeming quality. Uh, even before we even started watching this movie, this movie started pissing me off. Uh, because we after all the previews. Oh yeah. Uh, which there were good previews. Uh-huh. Uh, at least something that seemed uh, far more interesting than anything that oh. was in this movie. Oh yeah. Uh, but we get to the menu, and uh, the fucking menu is like. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> choose a side. Yeah, it's a, it's a split screen. It says pick a side and, uh, there's the living and the dead side. Right. And all it is is that you click on one and you get a different menu. Yeah. Right. Yeah, a different menu screen. Yep. Yeah, I thought maybe there was going to be like one scene that was different in each maybe, side, or like, like uh, perspective a, switch or something. A rated and an unrated version, because I mean, oh, I, I didn't thought about before. I didn't thought about that. Yeah, I just figured maybe like they would start off from a different perspective, and then like two minutes into the movie, they would merge right. into the same thing or something. But right, no, it's just different menus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to like we looked it up because you know you you looked it up because we were like I was like, well, what the hell is this? Yeah, for? yeah. yeah. <laughs> What are we going to miss out on here? Right. And uh, I'll also tell you that the internet was no help. Mm. <laughs> uh, it was a first time for everything. Yeah. Uh, didn't he kind of look like Stan Lee, too, in that intro? A little bit, yeah. I'd never seen a, a modern photo of George Romero. Like, I don't think I've seen anything since, like, the 80s or right. 70s or something. But, yeah, he kind of looked like a hippier uh, Stan Lee. Yeah, with his own hair, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think he's got some of that Stanley hucksterism in it. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't mean just, like, his facial features. I mean, just, just his, his whole... mannerism. Right, his, yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Him trying to be funny. Yeah. Man. <laughs> That's uh, too bad. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it, there's the, the special effects in this are just piss poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know... 30, 40 years ago, like, even Night of the Living Dead had better special effects than this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and he had no budget, and it was in black and white, and it was almost 50 years ago when he did it. Yeah, right. You know? And, yeah, oh, man. Uh, but, but it's not just that, like, you know, the, the story is dumb. Yeah. Uh, and just ultimately pointless. Uh, it's like a Hatfield and McCoy's type thing. Yeah. None of the characters are likable. No, yeah, none of them. Yeah. yeah. Some of them aren't even named. Like the kid <laughs> that shows up for no reason. The one they call Kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, and that kid, pointless to the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, there's zero point to him being in there. 
he did nothing to accelerate or advance the plot or did anything to you know help any of the characters whatsoever right he was just there <laughs> to to give something for the kids to latch onto maybe yeah so, yeah and, and yeah and then there's the scene where because uh, because it's basically it's this ragtag band of uh uh, soldiers who have survived through everything and they, they basically have gone rogue and they're just out there surviving on their own and they wind up picking up this kid. Uh, and so they're in this armored truck and, uh, one of the soldiers is, uh, looking at his laptop and the kid's like, oh, that's not cool. And he pulls out his phone because, because that's what the kids love. Yeah, they've got technology on their phones. Yeah. I'll uh, get them in there. So yeah, it was just a lot of like, uh, an old, old man. Yeah. Like, what is it the kids like today? Oh, they use those computer phones. Right. I'll put that in the movie. Excelsior! <laughs> uh, but then things happen that just make zero sense whatsoever. Uh, like, um, <clears throat> well, the, the, the same soldier with the laptop, uh, winds up dying. Um, yeah, he gets gets killed fairly early in the film. Yeah. Um, how? He didn't get shot. I think. I think uh, <laughs> there was like a ricochet from a bullet, and it like just hit. A, maybe he had a heart attack. Yeah, uh, heart attack. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a gunfight, and uh, the the main soldier who. Also, ultimately, does nothing to right. accelerate the plot or the story, or just provides the worst dialogue in the film, probably. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and voiceover. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, oh. yeah he uh, he dives and uh, pushes the guy out of the way and takes the bullet in the shoulder, and then the, the guy dies. Yeah, uh, that that he saved. Yeah, yeah, like like the the character in the. You know, the main bearded, uh, like, leader, I don't know any of their names. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. The guy that gets shot in the shoulder, um, sees, you know, his friend they tried to save laying there and he looks like he's dead and, like, right. he thinks he's playing dead. I think he's playing dead. Right. You, did you think he was playing dead? A little bit, yeah. And, and, you know, because we're like, well, clearly he. Well, I was also thinking, shot. uh, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, like, you know, he's, like, shaking him, like, Come on, quit fooling around and... Right. Yeah, he's just dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah. Um, and then there's, like, weird... A surprise twist with twins show up. Like, you find out one of the characters has a yeah. has a twin. <laughs> uh, there's zombies riding horses. Oh, yeah. Because that'll happen. Yeah, horses aren't scared of zombies, right? No, yeah, they wouldn't do anything in their power to shake that thing that's on its back off right. at all. No, of course yeah, not. No. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, so basically, like, yeah, like you said, it's it's a Hatfield-McCoy's kind of thing, where it's two families who live on this island that uh, apparently is off the coast of Delaware, but they all are Irish. <laughs> yeah. They're all either Irish or rednecks. Yeah. Yeah. Redneck Irish, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, there's two different ones. Right. Cause, oh, cause, yeah, yeah, one side's one and one side's the other. Yeah. Well, no, no, because both sides are Irish, but they have people, like, living with them that are rednecks. Like rednecks peppered through? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the two main old guys are both Irish. Irish right? right, and they're, they're families, because... Okay, well, yeah, I, I guess, I guess, uh, the guy that we're sort of on the, on his side, I guess he sort of does have some rednecks, too. I was thinking just the, uh... The guy that's, you know, claimed the island. I thought right. he was the redneck owner. No, but yeah, they're both Irish. They both own some rednecks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the, these two families, and, uh, they're, they're worrying over the fact whether they should, uh, kill the zombies when they happen or, uh, let them live and see if they become, uh, better. After they've become zombies. Right. That, that's the whole plot of this movie. Yeah, and, okay, like, there's, like, two little things in this movie, like, germs of ideas that could have been good. Uh-huh. Like, the one was, uh, let's call him the Hatfields, uh, okay, the, the guy yeah. that's, like, commandeered the island. Okay. Um, the Hatfield, like, guy, he's, he's talking to, uh, 
you know, one of the military people, and he explains how, like, he's like, you see all these photos? Like, they're all of, uh, relative, of, you know, like, ancestors of mine and their relatives, and, you know, they're all dead in these photos because, you know, back then, That's people, what they did. Yeah, yeah, people did. They'd take pictures after people died to sort of, you know, like, keep their memories alive and keep them with them. Right. And, like, I thought that was kind of a neat idea because he's also the guy that wants to save the zombies and not kill them, you know, and right. corral them in case there's, like, a cure coming up. And, like, that is, like, a germ of an idea that could have been cool. Right. But they never did anything with it. Right. And and then, like, all of a sudden he ends up just shooting zombies. And yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. He uh, changes his mind, like, yeah. for no reason. And well, like, because the movie starts out with, with this conflict starting, and then we cut to these military guys, and then they eventually wind up on this island. And so we never see that guy again until, like, over halfway through the movie. Right. And then when we see him again, the guy who wants to keep all the zombies alive He's just killing zombies. Yeah, that's the first yeah. thing we yeah. see him do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, uh, and then, his whole thing is that he wants to try to prove uh, <clears throat> that he's right <clears throat> to the other guy. Uh, that uh, you know, the McCoy guy, right? To the McCoys. That uh, like his idea is that if they can. Somehow train zombies to start eating, you know, pigs or pigs or animals, livestock, right? Uh, anything other than people, then you know, then then maybe there's a chance. That's the other thing I thought was <clears throat> a good idea, like right. germ of an idea, right? <clears throat> uh, and so, like, basically, all hell breaks loose, and then the zombies come out and they start eating people as they, you know, want to do in the last twenty minutes of a George Romero movie, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see a Harry Krishna again. <clears throat> unfortunate. I will say, this is my one positive thing I have to say. Uh, yeah. There were no costume zombies in this movie. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, uh, just no clowns or right, like, yeah. Harry Krishna. Yeah, he, or... he did uh, seem to keep that in check this okay. time around. <clears throat> but, uh, uh, yeah, so all hell breaks loose, and then he's still insisting on making the guy admit that he was right. Even though they're in the middle of, like, this <laughs> massive battle where zombies are eating all of their families. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. And then, like, in the last ten minutes or so, one of the zombies starts eating a horse. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, well, I mean, ten minutes in, I was like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. But at this point, I'm like, even more who the fuck cares. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's so, like... Yeah, it's so inconsequential at that point. Like, they can't save it. Right. Like, half an, half an hour into this movie, you know it's not going to be... They can't fix how broken this movie is. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe that that's the same guy that made Dawn of the Dead and right. the Living Dead. and That is crazy. Yeah. He... He anti beatles <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I like it. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, and I, I mean, I gotta wonder. I mean, you know, there there is that sort of thing where, you know, the older that you get, you, you do kind of lose a little bit of what it was that you had that made you special. Right, yeah. You know, and, and I mean, at least, you know, as a creative person, you know, you sort of reach a peak and then you kind of go a little bit downhill. But, uh, you know, and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you get better. Right. Um, but I have to wonder, is it because... I mean, he he is the the grandfather of of zombie movies, basically. Oh yeah, Night of the Living Dead was the first you know zombie movie of that type. Before that, it was just all you know, uh, you know, voodoo zombies, right? You know, yeah, the non flushing <clears throat> kind. Uh, so I have to wonder if, like, you know, at this point in his his life and his career, you know, that that he is basically. I'm sure he's got to have other ideas. I'm sure he wants to do other stuff, but he just can't. Everybody else is like, do another zombie movie. Right. And so I kind of wonder, is it just because he didn't give a shit, maybe? 
like he had those two germs of an idea right. and just didn't develop it even further because he can't care less about them. Yeah, he's like, this is all I got. And they're like, yeah, do it. Right. And he's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> that's, that's quite possible. Right. Like, I'm, I'd be curious to maybe hear his commentary to see if he's like, oh, this scene was so much fun to shoot. Right. Or if he's just kind of like, yeah, this guy here, he was a... I met him on a set of, uh, I don't know where. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think this is definitely, I mean, there's no question that this was just a bad movie. Yeah. But but this is also definitely uh, one of those things where we're just so disappointed that it's not a good movie. Yeah. Which is why we might be trashing it more. Yeah, but, like if this would have been made by someone we'd never heard of, right. we'd have been like, oh, that, it was pretty awful. Right. And that, that is like as far as we would take it. Right. But, but yeah, it's like a movie uh, by a well-respected guy that we both love in a genre that he excels at. Right. <laughs> and it was trash. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, I think I read something about this is like... uh the first of a planned trilogy of movies that he has for, you know, and I, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, just quit, George. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't think this was successful at all. Like, I don't, it, it, I don't think it came out in theaters. I think it went directly to, like, video on demand and then eventually DVD. Uh, so, you know, hopefully, you know, he doesn't have the funding to make any more of this. Was this the one that was... <clears throat> Was this one Brian said it showed up in like four theaters and yeah, for like a week yeah. or something? Yeah. I believe it, yeah, because and he also said it was not very good either. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> You're right about this, Brian Jones. <laughs> you were indeed. <laughs> uh, but you know, at the same time, I mean, because we are Romero fans, we had to give it a try. Yeah. Cause oh yeah, I've never, I had never seen a trailer. I've never read a review. I had no idea who was in it. Um, but I was like, I've got to see it. Right. You know. Well, this is back to Romero's usual thing of uh, nobody is in it that we've ever heard of. Right. Yeah. Uh, he had Land of the Dead, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which was cool that he he had uh, Dennis Hopper and Asia Argento. And right. John Leguizamo. Yeah, John Leguizamo, yeah. Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, had cameos. That's right. There's a little silent cameos. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And uh, Simon Baker was the star. Hmm. He's a good actor. He's in stuff. Wow. He's in a show my dad loves. Really? The Mentalist. Uh, oh. <laughs> I can't think of who Simon Baker is, because I, I saw that movie one time right. at the theater. But He was the main guy. Okay. Um, and, I mean, you know, Romero's made other movies, uh, you know, non-zombie movies that are like Frenzy was at him? Uh, I don't know about that. Or The Crazies? Or the Crazies. Yeah. He did that, uh, which I did not like. Oh, Frenzy's a Hitchcock movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, he did The Crazies, uh, the original one, which uh, I was not a fan of. I haven't seen the original. I've seen the remake. I saw the remake, and I loved the remake. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was very good. Uh, but yeah, the original is as boring as this movie. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe he just doesn't care anymore then. Well, I mean, The Crazies was back in, like, 1978, though. Well, I mean, but I wonder if he didn't really care about that. And then, like, uh, that's why he went back to zombies, but now he doesn't care about zombies. But, like, he also directed a movie called Martin, which, uh, is incredibly good. Mm. Uh, and then that was also back in the mid to late seventies as well. Hmm. Uh, The Dark Half, which, not a great movie, but good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, based on a Stephen King uh, novel. Uh, uh, yeah, not too long ago, directed a movie called Bruiser, which, uh, uh, I think like three people have seen. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Was yeah. it a boxer? No, no. Oh. Uh, it's about a guy who uh, goes insane and uh, he, like loses his face. Like, like his face gets replaced with this like blank white mask kind of thing. Huh. And so he decides to uh, use that to get revenge on the people who fuck him over. Hmm. And Peter Stormare's in it. Oh, all right. I'm <laughs> and in. the misfits. Really? Yeah. The, like, Michael Graves? Michael Graves, really? Yeah. Huh. Well, it's I'm, a, I'm in. It's a I'm dumb in. movie, but it's enjoyable. Why didn't we watch that instead? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie could have used a little Peter Stormare. That would have helped. Oh, every movie could use yeah, a little Peter yeah. Stormare. <laughs> <laughs> but just a little, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God. 
Wow. I really wanted to like this movie. I did, too. I really expected to like this movie. I, I thought Brian, John Mitchell would be wrong. And I guess apparently every other person who had ever seen this movie, <laughs> I thought they'd be wrong, too. Yeah, it seems likely. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it just... I mean, there is that thing where, yeah, it is like, super disappointing because we are, you know, fans of Romero. Right. But it was also just incredibly bad. Oh, yeah, it would have been bad no matter who made it. Exactly. Like, yeah. if it was this exact same result. Right. But it's even worse when it's somebody you know is capable of greatness. Right. Uh, and, yeah, I, I mean, just so much about it just... Oh, the acting's awful. The story yeah. doesn't make sense, and it's terrible. The the heavy-handed afterthought of a message. Right. Oh yeah, it's just a train wreck. Right. Uh, in in the, uh, I did kind of have this thought because I mentioned the the voiceover. The voiceover is usually, I would say, ninety percent of the time. And if you hear a voiceover in a movie, it's an afterthought. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh well. This movie didn't turn out the way we wanted, so now we gotta explain everything. Yeah. Uh, and we can't really reshoot anything, so let's just, uh, throw some stock footage in there while, uh, disembodied voice tells you what's going on. And the ending of this movie had that exact same feel to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Cause I, I'm gonna spoil the fuck out of this movie, yeah. cause I'm gonna recommend that you don't see it. This is a spoiler. Uh,. So basically, uh, everyone's dead. Except for the, the soldier, two of the soldiers, and, uh, the kid. Uh, and they have this ferry that's out in the middle of the ocean with millions of dollars in it. Yeah. Uh, and they're about to go back to the ferry via rowboat. Uh, but then the, the, the lead soldier stops them and is like, well, maybe, you know, if we get rid of all the zombies and since all the families are dead, we can actually build a life here. Uh, and then it cuts to a shot of the boat, and then a narration that says, Nope, we left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is so bad. Oh, my God. That is so bad. <laughs> oh. Now, okay, like, towards the beginning of the film, um, you see... The, uh, soldiers, like, you know, they're, they're describing how they got to where they're at, and they, there's a flashback where they're commandeering a bus. Is yep. that supposed to be a scene from Diary of the Dead? That was a scene from Diary of the Dead. Okay. Yes. So they tried to, like, patch those two movies together somehow. And, yeah, basically. But the same actors didn't play those military guys. In no, that yeah, the same actor. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's kind of neat that at least they <laughs> sort of, like, kept the continuity there, but. Right. Huh. But yeah, yeah, didn't didn't save it. And I also gotta say, I kind of like the uh, I like the Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead uh, sort of take, in which uh, you know there's there's nothing left outside except zombies. Yeah, and just the small group of people fighting to survive. Whereas in this movie, you know, somebody out there is still putting videos on the internet. Right, yeah. You know, and uh, there's still, you know, power to things. And, and uh, you know, the, apparently the human race is doing okay for themselves, <laughs> you know, still. <laughs> yeah, they hadn't noticed that Delaware was overrun by zombies. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> or that this Irish Ireland, uh, Irish Island existed off the coast of Delaware. Now, wouldn't Irish Island of the Dead been a better title for this movie? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it would have helped the movie if uh, it was the same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now we get Garth Ennis to write a uh, Irish Island of the Dead. Are uh, you kidding me? Yeah, let's, I would uh, love that. Let's do that. Yeah. What's his movie? Didn't he put out a zombie movie or some uh, sort of? Horror? I don't know if it's a zombie movie, but uh, he did uh, write a movie called Stitch. Stitched, Yeah. Uh, okay. About uh, the uh, some sort of horror movie about the uh, the war in Afghanistan. Okay. I didn't know the plot. I just... Yeah. And there's a comic as well. Yeah. yeah. Like an Avatar book or something. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Then by Avatar, you mean the, the blue cat people? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, uh... <laughs> those really tall publishers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to get them to sign a comic because 
You can't reach them. Right. They're always just jumping around trees. Jumping around, yeah. yeah. Sticking their ponytails into things. Saving <laughs> Yeah. Saving flowers with their ponytails. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Man, uh. will you admit Avatar was a better film than Survival Avatar of the Dead? Was a better movie wow. than this? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> at least you heard it here first. Well, the thing is, this uh, you can always fall back on Avatar as uh, it's an amazing technical achievement. Right. Uh, this movie was by far not. Didn't you see that scene where he lit his cigarette off of that zombie's burning head? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I also saw the scene where someone got shot in the head so hard that the top of their scalp flew off and then landed perfectly on the stump. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's wacky. The kids will love it. Yep. They'll tweet about it on their brand new computer phones. <laughs> oh. Train wreck. Mm, not even a good train wreck. No, yeah. Because I didn't want to watch this anymore after, no. I mean, like, like, seriously, like, 20 minutes into the movie, I started getting up and walking around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I went to the bathroom without pausing the movie, yeah, which that, we never do. That's a first, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I, I was like, you missed this part and this part. You're like, uh, all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I looked at my phone, like, halfway through the movie, and you were like, does somebody call you? I was like, no. <laughs> I was just looking to see, like, how much time it elapsed. Right. <laughs> I started looking at my phone, but I was just uh, trying to like look to see like what the rest of the cast had been done, you right. know, to see if George Romero was doing anything else other than this. Uh, he is not. Uh, see, my phone doesn't know any of that stuff. Yeah, well, I have a better phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, what you might call a smarter phone. Yeah, yeah. You have one of those phones like you're a target audience. I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm more from George Romero's uh, school here. <laughs> Here from Dawn of the Dead, I'm from Survival of the yeah. Dead. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I'm sorry. I feel like I say that a lot after we pick, we watch movies that I pick. No, you're fine. Because <laughs> uh, you know, I would have seen this movie on my own at some point anyway. Yeah, it's better. This is something better done with a friend present. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, help make help get through it. All right. Because I know, you know, and I, I love her to death. But, uh, you know, my friend Amanda loves horror movies, too. And I know that if I would have watched this with her, she would have been like, that was really good. And I would have just had to, you know, <laughs> just say, quivered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody out there probably likes this movie. Yeah. Huh. Not us. No. Yeah. And nor should it be you. No. Please avoid. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of exhausted from just <laughs> ripping this movie apart. So yeah. Let's take a break. Sounds good.
Welcome back to Gutter Trash. Let me. What up? Mm. <laughs> Still recovering. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you know? Actually, I don't think we mentioned. Uh, originally, it was called Island of the Dead. Did they change yeah, it because there's so. another one called that or something? I don't know. Uh, I did uh, kind of look on uh, IMDb, and there's been some other movies called Island of the Dead. Oh, okay, so, so I just uh, didn't want to get it confused. Either. I guess not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's probably that probably uh, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so what else is going on? Not. Not too much. Actually, um, I'm doing a job shadow tomorrow. Hello. I get to go, uh, I, I just do a half a day of work at Weaker Arts and the other half I job shadow, uh, another teacher who's doing, uh, like a, a thing out of school. Okay. And then, uh, I'm supposed to, like, kind of take notes and see how that goes. And then, uh, I think next week I'm gonna be teaching a class at, uh, at a high school. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I would uh not respect you <laughs> if I saw you coming in trying to teach me. Well, you know. I mean I'll I'll wear a button up shirt instead, okay. of, instead of my Mr. Miracle t shirt. Right. Here you gonna <laughs> gonna hide your uh Galactus tattoo. Hide my Galactus yeah, so uh, I'm, Well I mean it's all developmentally challenged. So I mean they're they're mostly it's oh, high so sc- they don't respect you anyway. Yeah, they don't respect <laughs> no. I mean it's high schoolers but that a lot of them. I mean, I, I wouldn't say all of them, but I, I'd say a lot of them have more, like, the mental capacity of, you know, like, younger kids. So, right. so I mean, they probably would be like, wee, he's got, you know, he's got a tattoo. <clears throat> right. So, but yeah, that's that's pretty big and exciting. Well, that's something, cool. something different. Uh, good luck to you. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be at, uh, I think I'll be at West Carrollton High School. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go there? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know a thing about Wes Carlton. Yeah, I don't either, really. I just know it's, like, south of the Dayton Mall. Yeah. Like, uh, more, uh... Oh, shit. I don't even know where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, south, uh... South, uh... East? Southwest. Yeah. Southwest. Yeah. You're yeah. <laughs> mm. north, actually. North. It's north of the Dayton Mall. Is it really? Yeah. Well, it's one of those Northwest. directions. It's yeah. one of those directions. <laughs> North by west east. Yeah. Uh my my coworker that I carpool with well, I say carpool, but I I mean that in the loosest sense of the term. <laughs> uh my coworker that I chauffeur around. Uh he lives in West Coast. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Maybe he can point me in the right direction. Yeah, those uh, his kids go to West Carlton High School. Oh really? I, I don't think either of them are developmentally challenged. Yeah. They're socially challenged apparently, yeah. right. from what I hear. <laughs> but uh yeah. Well high schooler isn't really. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, well, some uh, high school kids are uh, more socially developed than others. Yeah, they we were not. I no, guess. no. I mean, I can certainly speak for myself. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> no not yeah. at all. Yeah. Did Did you go to parties in uh, high school at all? There were parties when I was in high school. Oh, okay, <laughs> that is the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you mean, if by party you mean getting high under the bleachers with a guy that. Couldn't spell his own name. Yeah. I partied like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you mean by party working uh, a full time part time job, uh, then I partied like crazy too. We're a party animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else fun going on? Well, or uh. Good friend Joe G, uh, who was on the the previous episode, mm-hmm. uh, he and I went to go see a movie on Thursday night. Ooh, Batman? Uh, nope. Uh, I've I've decided that I'm just not ever going to see that movie. Yeah. I I thought maybe I would try to see it, but uh, yeah, fuck it. Uh, it's already been ruined for me anyway. So yeah, right. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, no, we went to go see uh, Manos, the Hands of Fate. Speaking of bad movies. <laughs> Uh, I can say that, uh, maybe Survival of the Dead was worse. Oh, wow, do you think Survival would have been okay with a riff track, maybe, by this Oh, case? maybe. Like, uh, maybe that would help? 
I don't know how much of it would lend to uh, being funny. All right. Because, I mean, Manos has just, you know, piss-poor production values and, you know, just amateur acting. And so, like, like Survival of the Dead almost has, like, a little bit of level of uh, trying. I don't know. I thought the acting was pretty awful. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know. but just a higher overall quality. Right. All right. But at least everyone in that movie was a professional actor. Right. Yeah. And no one in Manos of Hands of Fate was. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, it's... yeah. And the writer and director of that movie was a, uh, a fertilizer salesman or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Who, who made that movie on a bet. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. You don't know? No. Have you ever seen Manos no, of Hands No, I don't know anything right? about this movie. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's a movie made, I think, in 1966, 69, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, uh, the, the director of this movie, uh, you know, he, he wound up meeting a, a screenwriter and then they sort of became friends. <clears throat> they were, you know, at a coffee shop, you know, just having a conversation and uh, the guy said that, uh, you know, movies, making movies isn't that tough. <laughs> and so basically he's like, uh, alright, we'll make a bet, uh, you know, see if you can, uh, you know, write, direct, produce your own movie. <laughs> and, uh, well, he won the bet. He, wow. he made this movie, Manos the Hands of Fate. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's like a sci-fi? Uh, it's a horror movie. Mm. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's, uh, it really needs to be seen to be believed. Right. Uh, but you also definitely need to see the, uh, Mystery Science Theater or Rift Tracks version of it. Uh, cause you cannot watch that movie by itself. It's you not very, cannot. It, not very it would be impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, cause, cause, uh, Joe complained apparently to you that, uh, the movie felt like it was four hours long. Yeah. Uh, but it did not. Joe's a liar. Because <laughs> we had the buffer of riff tracks. Right. Uh, watching that movie by itself would totally feel like it's four hours <laughs> long. <laughs> uh, especially the long, silent parts that happen for no reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Is it like a sort of a creepy anticipation building thing? Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> just just poorly put together. Yep. Did uh, that guy ever go on to make other movies? Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Well, just fertilizer. From there yep. on out. <laughs> uh, apparently, this movie showed once. Uh, received terrible, terrible reviews. Uh, the the cast and crew all basically left the movie before uh, uh, the movie was even finished. Wow. Uh, I guess the movie ended with people throwing their shoes at the screen. <laughs> and then uh, just sort of languished in obscurity until uh, Mystery Science Theater uh, picked it up in the early 90s. Oh, man. <laughs> to be one of the best episodes of Mystery Science Theater that uh, exists. See? Well, in the long run, Fertilizer Guy was right. Yeah. 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 I mean, loved. I think he was dead by that point. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Joe and I went to, to go see, uh, Rift Tracks, uh, do the Manos Hands of Fate. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, do, do they do that often? Uh, I was, uh, looking up online, um, I guess prior to this, the last time that they did one was a year ago. Hmm. Uh, but they do have another one scheduled in October. Okay. Uh, which, uh, I'm already making plans to go see. Well, that's cool. For a movie called Birdemic. <laughs> Birdemic. Yeah. It's a sort of a sci-fi remake of The Birds. Wow. Yeah, but with uh, no budget. How could that be bad? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also uh, directed by a guy who didn't know how to spell his own movie's name. Oh. Well, I guess there's a uh, tale of him... uh, He rented a van and uh, he like drove it around to promote his movie. (laughs) Uh, and so, like, he had the website address for the movie written on the side of the van. Right. Uh, com. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he tried to get birdemic.com and it was already taken <laughs> from, like, conspiracy theorists or uh, something. Uh, uh. So he just, yeah, no, wow, that's awful. <laughs> but, uh, that wasn't even, uh, the best part of the movie. Uh, was, you know, hanging out with Joe. Uh, I got there super early. Uh, Joe had some errands that he needed to do before he, uh, got to the theater. Uh, so I was sitting around and I was like, ah, I really gotta go to the bathroom. So I, I went into the, the restroom and, uh, went into, uh, a stall, like, like one will do. Mm-hmm. And I'm in there. And, 
my first clue that something was wrong was that I heard someone come in and say, oh, okay, and then leave. Yeah. So I finished doing what I'm doing, and uh, I opened the door to the stall to, to walk out. And um, stall faces directly to the uh, the urinal, and uh, there's just some guy's ass right in my face. Uh, pants around his ankles. Yep, at the urinal. Huh. Shirt lifted up. <laughs> He's just extra careful. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's creepy. Yeah. So that, just a uh, just a big fat dude naked at the urinal. <laughs> so that's what the guy was talking about when he walks in. Yep. He's like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> Sounds like, wow. That sounds even worse, even scarier than a birdemic. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that was my week. <laughs> I mean, uh, me and Kathleen went to a costume party at the Dayton Art Institute. Uh, <clears throat> um, I am uh, no longer supporting that place. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, I think the best part of it was they showed the uh, 60s Batman movie. Huh. Um, you could have watched that here for free. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, it was like on a big screen, like projector. Fairly big screen. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I was, it was kind of cool because I, would, I had a few glasses of wine. Oh, we could have bought wine. And I was wearing a costume. I could have let you wear a costume. Like a here. mask. <laughs> and, and I was wandering around, uh, you can wander around here. The museum after go to my room. Oh, see that would see that's the thing. I was in in darkened parts of the museum that you know it felt like you weren't supposed to be in. I was like walking down halls that were not lit up right. and uh sort of drunkenly with a mask on after they were closed and it just felt I felt so like nefarious. Like, you know, I was like I should just be stealing sculptures, you know. <laughs> it was pretty it was kinda of fun. Well, with uh, the way they've been treating uh, you and, uh, and and others like you, uh, maybe you should have. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say anything negative about them. Well, they're, you still got a couple weeks. There's just uh, well, no, not not just that. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a bittersweet uh, thing going on in the yeah, art institute yeah. right now. Part of me likes it, and part of me thinks that it was not put together too well. Nope. But, but. Uh, <clears throat> But yeah, I don't want. I don't want to go into that. They're not listening. Well, no, no, I'm not. guaranteeing you that anyone who actually works there doesn't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> no, not just that. I just like I. I think it's more like let alone the internet. I think it's more like miscommunication than it is it, like you know. It, it was a lot more than miscommunication. Yeah, but you know, uh, let's not yeah. get. <laughs> But, uh, we did get something cool at Mavericks this week. Uh-oh. Some guy brought in a stack of books that he found in his attic. And, uh, there was like some 60s comics. You I'm know, sure like, they were all in great condition. Nah, some of them were actually, like, he, he had a, I mean, there was only a couple, but he had an issue of Lois Lane, Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane, that was in like very fine condition. Yeah. Which is weird. This is the one where she turned black. No, but there was, it was it was in outer space and Superman was like unplugging her oxygen on the cover because he was, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hate Lois Lane. I think she's the worst character in comics. Well, Superman was agreeing with you on that cover. Oh, yeah. He was like, let's, let's get rid of this bitch. <laughs> no, but the cool thing was, like, amidst, amidst all this, like, 60s Marvel and DC, excuse me, he had a, a, a Golden Age comic. He had a Human Torch number three, um, oh. like, like a pre-Ventastic Four Human Torch right, comic. Right, yeah. And a... I mean, it was only in, like, you know, good condition, like, right. you know, whatever, you know, whatever point that is, a point a four or whatever. But, uh, I mean, it's still, it's worth, like, $350 in that, in that okay. condition. But I I had never in my life seen that. I've only ever seen pictures of that. Um, so it was really cool um, to, to, to see that. It's in our case right now for, I think, 350 bucks or something oh. like that, so. So if you're curious, stop in. Is there anything special about that issue other than just being really old? I, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it's just it, appearance of you know some obscure golden age character. Probably, yeah, yeah. like like you know, 
uh, the angel makes his first appearance. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure it has characters in there that never did anything else but... Wizard. But, yeah. <laughs> or like the golden towel or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, no, it was just cool to see. Because, um, yeah, we hardly ever see like stuff from the 40s and 50s come through, so... That's cool. Oh, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Pretty neat. It's in our case with our giant size X-Men number one and all of our high quality ones. Yeah. So stop on in and check it out. Buy it. Buy it. Yeah, yeah we could use the 350 smackers. <laughs> <laughs> mm, but other than that, uh, yeah, kind of a, kind of an uneventful week here. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I got to, I had my first, uh, entry into the, uh, official handbook of the Marvel Universe Redux blog, uh, put up this week. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, uh, did a, uh, a full killer drawing. We got about, uh, five or six more characters that'll go up eventually. Uh, and, uh, you know, just, just to put it out there, it is not, Officially associated with Marvel at all? It's like a fan. It's kind of just thing. a fan blog. But what's uh, the site again? Uh, it's like the actual. <laughs> or what can we Google? Uh, Google official handbook of the Marvel Universe Redux. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's like O H O T M U Redux dot blogspot dot com. So it's kind of clunky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's run by a guy by the name of uh, Calamity John, who also runs uh, the Cornered blog, in which oh, yeah. uh, people redraw the uh, the little corners in the top of comics. Uh, like where you see like the heroes posing yeah. above the price and all or, like their heads or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, it's basically in the same vein as covered and repaneled. Basically, uh, they're just redrawing every entry in the uh, official Marvel handbook. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of awesome artists who have uh, contributed to it. Like uh, Evan Shaner and uh, Chris Somney, I believe, is doing some. Uh, Tim Seeley, uh, Anthony Vukovic, uh, Rusty Shackles. Uh, just a lot of cool indie cartoonists and then some big mainstream cartoonists, too. Like you. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I yeah. fall somewhere in that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I snuck in. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, I I haven't looked at it lately, but when I did look at it, there was some really cool stuff in there. Yeah. Well, you can go see some really cool shit and then uh, see mine. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, it's good to have the you know the whole you know <laughs> the whole spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the uh I think I, I mentioned this to you yesterday, but I'll tell the listener. Uh the mystery of the lost underwater welder was solved. <laughs> yes. uh, uh I just like happened to mention in passing to Kathleen that, you know it's like yeah, I didn't I can't find I didn't happen to leave a copy of Underwater Welder at your apartment, did I? And she's like, Oh yeah, I thought you loaned that to me to read. And it and it is blowing my mind because at the point I realized I couldn't find it anywhere in the house. I swear that I hadn't been to Kathleen since that book came out, or she hadn't been over to my house either. You know, right. so I have no idea how how <laughs> I got that to her house. Um, yeah. Well, what, what I asked you yesterday, and uh, I don't know if you found out any more today because you did hang out with her today. Uh, was you kept saying that it was you you had an underwater welder and you had a couple of other books that you bought. Right. You couldn't find any of them. Uh, so were the other books there too? Oh, yeah. See, I, I haven't asked her yet. I didn't uh, think about that today. But yeah, cause I mean, like, I was so befuddled by <laughs> that that I, I didn't even think to ask her. But yeah, there's like a couple of just regular sized comics that I bought the same week that I can't right. find. So yeah, maybe they're there too. That's so weird. Yeah, How does that happen? Is there like a little dimensional portal? Or I don't know. Uh, maybe time you, Maybe you did go over there and you just, you know, like only um, stayed like 10 minutes or whatever. I can't even, I like, I've, I've went through every bite. Yeah. <laughs> is that a sex move? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, no, I went it's through. When you go to Chicken and Biscuits or whatever the hell that place is. <laughs> uh, biscuit World. Biscuit World. Tudor's Biscuit yeah. World. Um, no, I mean, like, I went over every day in my mind, like, you know, like the day the comic came out to the day that I 
realized it was no longer right. in my possession. And I swear that I was not at her place any moment of any of those days. Ah, <laughs> it's so weird. But at least it's found. So. Well, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Well, I got uh, nothing else right going mm-hmm. on at all, mm-hmm. ever. Well, so uh, I guess I'll I'll pick a comic book. Speaking of comics, right? Yeah, yeah. and we'll uh, we'll uh, get the hell on out of here. Sweet. So uh, I'm picking a book that, uh, yeah, based on title alone, I'm pretty sure you're gonna approve. I believe that based on title alone, it is relative to your interests. Oh, cool. Uh, I don't know about the content. That's uh, what we're gonna find out if you don't veto this. Uh. <laughs> Picking a book called Black Metal. Black Metal. Yeah. I'm down with that. I know you are. <laughs> like living color, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Cult of personality. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'm down. All right. What, what is this? Who's it by? Uh, it's written by the same guy that wrote uh, Teenagers from Mars. Oh, okay. Uh, drawn by a completely different guy. I don't, I don't think those two guys work together anymore. Mm. At least I haven't seen them do anything together anymore. But, uh, it's, uh, it's like a mega sized, you know, comic that, uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. I purchased for 15 cents. Really? Yeah. <laughs> where, where does one get a 15 cent comic other than 1964? On Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. It's a book that uh, I've been wanting to, to read for a very long time, but I've just never been able to find a copy. Uh, and so I went on Amazon to see if maybe I could find like a cheap used copy. Uh, yeah, 15 cents. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like in terrible condition? Nope. Wow. That's awesome. It had a sticker on the back, but luckily it was one of those stickers that are easily removed. Sweet. Which uh, more places need to do that shit. Yeah. Man, second time around. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> like on their CDs and DVDs yeah. and stuff, yeah. Uh, you know, even, uh, Second and Charles. Come on, get it together. They exist. You know, GameSwap, they, they have, uh, those stickers that you can just uh, peel off yeah. like they're nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah, what the fuck? If, if, uh, if they're available, do it. Yeah, maybe they're so much more expensive. I don't care. Probably not. They're probably not. If GameSwap's using them. Great. <laughs> Nobody wants stickers on their shit. Come on, get it through your fucking heads. Uh, I used to always put stickers in my Trapper Keeper. Well, that's different. Yeah. I'm talking about price stickers on yeah. uh, books and right. CDs and yeah. DVDs. Get rid of that shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, black metal. Black metal, nice. Black fucking metal. Let's do it. All right. I'm ready to start reading it right now. Oh, I know you are. <laughs> well, you're in luck, because I have it for you available. Sweet. Do I have to give you 15 cents? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you didn't, like, pay 13 cents, and now you're just turning a quick profit, are you? Damn it. <laughs> you're on to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Well, I'd like to say it's been a pleasure, but we ended up watching Survival of the Dead, so Lord knows that's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>